Dog Sports, but we came here to win. The most legit podcast, that's why we know you're tuning in. We cover the biggest news, we underdogs, but we can't lose. So trust the process, yes you, because we got Chris and Anju to bless you. With the best features, best stories, we diving deep like a Lambo leap. Wake up, kid, and stop snoring, we on point just like this beat. Bring the passion like the talk path. In the cold, get a gold brand. Sit back and race the cat, because we start this show like right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of The Underdog. Chris Horwardale, joined by Matt Crone. Matthew, how's it going? Chris, I'm good. It's it's finally week one, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh, Chris, how are you? That was rude of me. I didn't reciprocate the conversation. Tell me how you are. I'm doing well. I have really bad news for you. You know, football starts next week, right? Again? They, they <laughs> I could not believe that they did. The, the, the scoundrels over at the NFL, Roger Goodell. I would, I would be so upset. Then I would probably think that I need to go to a mental hospital. I think a lot of people think that anyway. <laughs> they listen to just a few of our conversations and they're like, yeah, like there's there's something up with this guy. <laughs> yeah, people checking out Better's Delight last night only to uh, hear you try to derail the conversation into a Shrek versus Lord Farquaad kind of thing. <laughs> Lord Farquaad all the way, baby. <laughs> Shrek was, people don't know this, Shrek was actually the villain in that. He was not the guy that everyone thinks he is. Well, I mean, look, like you said, that they had a system in place. It was working. It was structured. And then he came in and he messed everything up. Why hasn't DreamWorks done a, a Lord Farquaad, like a Shrek, but through the view of Lord Farquaad? Like, it's just a guy trying That's to run his kingdom, trying to find love, you know? Mm-hmm. He's literally just trying to find love, trying to have like I mean, we're watching game of thrones right now he needs to have a child to take over and be the heir to his kingdom i i think honestly we don't we don't treat lord farquaad with enough sympathy as we should no and he has been an, an entirely overlooked character played by the incredible john voight or uh, john lithgow and uh john voight yeah very diff- that would be a very different character <laughs> Very different. I I corrected myself, John Lithgow. And uh, yeah, no, like, you know, Puss in Boots is getting another sequel, but we can't get a a Lord Farquaad independent movie here. Is it is is Puss in Boots still what's his name? Banderas? As far as I know. Okay, but yeah, I know there's there's another one coming out in December. All the you you have all these different movies like. What do you, you got Star Wars doing all their different shows like Kenobi and yada, yada, yada. Like, let's let's go. Let's dive into Farquaad. Let's dive into where, like, what was Donkey doing before he met Shrek? What was his life about? Let's bring back Chris. Uh, well, not Chris. I was about to say Chris Tucker. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, we're not doing good with naming our characters today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, bring back Eddie. I actually almost watched Beverly Hills Cop last night. The new Beverly Hills Cop is filming. With Eddie Murphy? Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop, Axel Foley, I believe it's called. Interesting. I will I will watch now I will go back and watch the old ones with Judge Reinhold and is Judge, is he is he in this one? I don't know the and the answer. I'll look into it right now. But uh look, before we before we dig into the mythology of the Beverly Hills Cop series, which is of course why people are here. I do want to say it is the real beginning of football season. I've got BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. 
We're going to talk about all the lines and stuff from this week's games. It's incredibly exciting. Uh, football actually kicks off in about three hours and 17 minutes. I'm going to rush to get this up so that it, it does beat the first NFL game. But and while Chris I, is doing that, I will be at a carnival. <laughs> and you will be at, at a carnival, yes. Eating funnel cake and p- throwing uh, rings around those bottles on the top. I watched a uh, a YouTube video about which carnival games are just completely rigged and which ones you can kind of win. So, well, the- okay, this this is a weird cast. Okay, we've we've got Judge Reinhold does return. Good, thank God. Billy, Billy Rosewood is back. We have got we've got Paul Reiser. Interesting. We've got Joseph Gordon Levitt. Okay. Uh, let's Intr- see. Who else? What's he playing? Uh, is this the Jim- Robin movie? Is this gonna they gonna tie this into the, the MC or the DC universe? Yeah, it's uh, there's a, there are some weird rumors going out there that uh, that Denzel might be playing Magneto in the uh, in the MCU. So we'll we'll see. That would that would be just as interesting casting. That would I don't be see really it. interesting. I don't, well, there's there's problems with that in that he's Eastern European and, and Romani, and that's kind of center to his uh his character but yeah you know we can we can figure out another not like there's never been any oppression on black people so i'm sure we can make that all work out too uh i don't see a ton of cast right now named just uh just jgl riser judge reinhold murphy and then uh, a bunch of people whose names i i don't really know is this a netflix picture is that was that no, i believe it's i believe it's a regular motion picture picture As far as I know, I'm trying to think. What I just rewatched. I just watched the new challenge. Well, it's been out for a while, but I rewatched that. I, I watched that for the first time. I need to find something to watch right now. Well, I guess actually, I don't. I don't. Football's back. I can. Football's I can watch football. Back. I've been watching you, tennis. <laughs> you alluded to House of the Dragon earlier, and uh, it's been awesome. I've been I'm, really. I haven't into seen. It. I was literally watching the third episode. Oh uh, my god! A little, a little bit earlier, is before I got called into some stuff. You need so. to get into it. You need to finish because this was a great episode. You will enjoy it, yourself. It bums me out. Spoilers to anybody who doesn't know this, but it also hasn't happened yet. It bums me out that I love these characters and we're going to get a bunch of actors are going to be replaced in episode six. It's going to be weird and it's going to be hard to see if they can like grab us because I feel like they're doing such a good job so far. You know? Oh yeah, no. I think uh, Millie Alcock is sensational as Rhaenyra. Yeah, she's like she's got to already be signed to do other movies or other shows as we're as we're speaking. Correct? Like, I w- I mean I I don't have her. Uh, you know, I don't have her agent on the phone, but I w- I would assume <laughs> that yeah, there's been a uh, an increase in demand for her services. She's 22 years old. Yeah. I, why can't she play like? A twenty-something year, like I don't know, dress her differently. Like, there's casting people for this, right? Costume people. Well, what is um? Oh God, what's that girl? And I, I don't want to fall into this trap too much, but the the girl who's replacing her is uh, Emma Darcy. How old is Emma and Darcy? Emma, she's thirty. That's only eight years. Yeah, that doesn't. This doesn't check out. I mean, I know they wanted to replace the old uh, Allison High Cook with Olivia Cook. Uh, high tower with Olivia Cook, who is sensational. But I, yeah, I, I think we should have 
I wonder if they would have made a different decision to try and find a way to keep uh, Millie Alcock around. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I hope to continue to like it. It's been really good so far. Episode five is going to be a hurdle. It's going to be a hurdle we're going to have to face. But first three episodes have come out hot, hot and dangerous. I've I've enjoyed everything. For sure. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get right to well, right after the, <laughs> the, the Beverly Hills Cop and uh, House of the Dragon recap talk. Let's get right to this. Uh, the big story. The NFL season returns. As I mentioned, we've now got football in three hours and two minutes. It's going to be sick football. The Buffalo Bills head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Bavada has the Rams two and a half point home underdogs. Is is that surprising to you that the Rams who are coming off a Super Bowl win and, and you know, you could argue improved their roster in some ways. Sure, they lost Von Miller, but they added Bobby Wagner, an incredible linebacker from Seattle. They added Allen Robinson. And now they're anytime, underdogs. Anytime touchdown score today for Allen Robinson. Put that on your scorecards. I don't I don't know if B- Bavada should have that. I'm sure we can find it. I, I think that's a lock for tonight that Allen Robinson is going to score a touchdown. It will be on my bet slip. The only the only thing that concerns me a little bit, and the only thing that really could derail the Rams season a little bit, although it it could really make make things very good for the 49ers is if uh if Matt Stafford goes down with if he re-injures that elbow maybe he's out for a significant period of time he's out for the season and that could be the Chase Daniel right not ideal not yeah. ideal that's why, that's why I'm saying I, I would assume that they would basically give whatever they wanted to the 49ers for Garoppolo at that point yeah I think uh I think that's uh that's got to be the move, right? Garoppolo will be hanging around. You could go for, I mean, bring Kaepernick in. You could. Uh, oh, Kaepernick is not made for that offense. Yeah, you mean, I'm just thinking of like quarterback. You mean you go Might get. Might as well sign Tebow. Yeah, you can go get Darnold. See what Darnold's doing. Well, he's hurt for the first uh, four uh, to six weeks. Yeah, Carolina held on to him. He's hurt for the first four to six weeks. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was hurt. I thought Baker just won the job. No, I think Darnold got hurt late in the preseason, uh, which pretty much cemented that decision. But Foles yeah, that, out of retirement? <laughs> that The Rams have tried that, and it worked very poorly. <laughs> Where is Nick Foles? Is he not even signed right now? Is he done? No, he's, uh, he's a free agent. I think uh, I think Nick's probably uh, probably seen his NFL career end at this Wait, point. This, Wikipedia says he's on, the, he's on the Colts. Is he on the practice squad? I don't know if he's, it just says, what's, what's the Colts' no, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. See the backup? I get literally the first when uh when you type in Nick you know Nick Foles in Google, they have the like people also ask questions. The first one is literally, is Nick Foles still playing? <laughs> well, the questions that we were asking. We yeah, are the no, people. For sure. Let's uh Yeah, he's he on the ESPN depth chart, he is second in command. All right. Well and it's Sam Ellinger from uh words from Texas, Texas. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I look, I'm here. I'm here to learn as much as anything. You ever see the so, show Teen Mom? Uh, proud to say I have not, but I'm aware of it. I was on. So I was. I know we're, we're not. Talking I was TV. on Teen Mom that year. <laughs> we're not talking TV anymore, but I, I wanted to get this out before I forgot about it because I saw it last night and I was cracking up. The British version of Teen Mom is called Teen Mum. Mm-hmm. And that that was just great marketing, man. That made me laugh. Whoever thought of to make call it Teen Mum was like a genius. And that's all I got to say about that. 
I'm sorry, why did you find that so funny? <laughs> like, I don't know, like teen because uh, people they call them, I don't know. I thought that was just good marketing. It's literally that's literally what the British call mom. Maybe I just think when people call their mom mom is funny because I'm not used to it. Maybe that's why. <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. Uh, then you're going to, by the way, you're going to find it absolutely hilarious that there was a TV show called Mum from 2016 to 2019. You can check that out. Not sure where, but it it appear, apparently did exist. Is that, what is that? Like a spinoff of Mom? The Americanized uh, yes, version? Yes, I think it came before it, but Mum is a British sitcom written by Stefan, oh God, oh boy, Goliswecki. Centered around recently widowed suburban 59-year-old Kathy, played by Leslie Manville and her family. 18 episodes? <laughs> so they should do an Americanized version called Mom, starring Leslie Mann. They have, yes. I mean, they there is, Mom was a show, and so that's going to be the first hurdle you're going to have to overcome. <laughs> what show was Mom? Wasn't Mom the, the Anna Faris show? No. Was it? But that was called like Motherhood or something. It definitely wasn't called motherhood. That I can be. <laughs> motherhood. Yeah, Mom, Mom was an American sitcom that ran eight seasons starring Anna Faris, uh, Allison Janney, Jamie Presley, and the like. Huh. It's it's one of those CVS shows. Uh, CVS. CVS. Shows. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those shows you pick up at the, the dollar store. It's yeah. the dollar rack at CVS. You get your Band-Aids. Uh, you get your mom. <laughs> your mom. Your mom. It's, a, it's actually a Betamax, which is why not a lot of people have seen it. Uh, predating VHS, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, actually it, it did come. I I was wrong. It it came out before Mum did. Uh, it, <laughs> predated, it predated Mum by three years. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I love it. I'm just looking through Anna Faris's IMDb now. I want to go back and watch Yogi Bear. You ever see that movie? It was the one with uh, TJ. DJ Miller, right? Yeah. Isn't Justin Timberlake the voice in that? He's the voice of something. Yeah, he's Boopo. You Boo know, you know. Tom, Tom Cavanaugh, that's uh, what's his name's brother. I lo- love Tom. Well, it's def- it's probably not, but I do love Tom Cavanaugh. <laughs> it's Zach Braff's brother in Scrubs. Oh, that's that's true. It's his fake brother in Scrubs. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so also, don't say I'm wrong. <laughs> also starred in the mo- in the TV show Ed, which I believe was also on uh, CBS. So He played the titular character. Of Ed, exactly yeah, right. He was Ed. He, Ed was Ed was a good show. I don't think I ever saw Ed. Veronica Vaughn was in it. If you say so. Well, that's Julie Julie Bowen from uh, Happy Gilmore. She was Veronica Vaughn. Oh, 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 oh sorry, no, she sorry. was Virginia Bennett. Oof, she was. You're, Virginia. Uh, that Ver- yeah. Veronica Vaughn's from Billy Madison. How dare I? How dare I? So anyway, the Bills are in Los Angeles. <laughs> mom. mom. <laughs> um, how do you see this one going? I like the Bills, man. I ride or die with the Bills. You know me. I was at the game. I've said it multiple times on the show. I was at the game last year where the Bills took on the Patriots and shot them down in Buffalo. I like the Bills. I'm riding with the Bills. Uh, how, it's going to be a little. It's going to be a Hollywood show tonight. They're doing it in L.A. It's it's. They're not focused on the game tonight. They're getting their rings. They're having a good time. It's a Super Bowl party. Bills are going to come in. They're going to spoil that party. They're going to spill milk everywhere. It's Bills minus two and a half. Easy money. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's uh, still 94 degrees and overcast. That's, Bill, that's Buffalo right Bills weather. I don't know that that's correct. 
I went I, to the I, game. Uh, yeah, and it it was snowing pretty hard, if I remember correctly. <laughs> no, that was the game Mike went to. It was, uh, it was the game I went to. It was zero degrees, literally. Okay, not even so, felt like zero. It was zero. Okay, so it will be. So as of right now, it's ninety four degrees warmer than that. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 just life, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, we don't need to talk about that, but. Yeah, and look, I wonder. I do wonder if the bills have been blown up a little bit as a media creation, a little ahead of where they might be. I think they're definitely one of the best teams in the in the conference. I don't know that they're so clearly the best team as everyone seems to think. I, I don't. I think there is a lot of hype behind it, which does scare me. But I do just think they're a good team. Yeah, the Buffalo well, Bills of. Of, of uh new york the buffalo bills of new york for the record i i love i won't be able to get it on parlay tomorrow because it'll get be over but i love ram's money line here plus 115 hate it hate love it. it i'll list it i'm gonna list uh, that, that one that shows suit that by the way this is the second time in three days somebody has made a love it or list it reference uh <laughs> and and it's but that show is super fake by the way i don't care if it's fake you it's real to me damn it it's super fake. Uh, li- okay, we're not here to talk television shows. I got to focus. Lord Farquaad. <laughs> let's get back to that. Um, if Lord Farquaad was uh, pre- overseeing the Baltimore Ravens game, which is uh, going to be in New York to take on the New York Jets. Which is likely. Which is likely, quite <laughs> frankly. And honestly, would have been a better coaching choice than Adam Gase was back in the day. <laughs> Bavada has the Jets seven-point home underdogs. What do you think here? Ravens. I, I love the Ravens. I think the Ravens are the team. I, I, I honestly think the Ravens are the team that every single person that's doing a uh, an elimination pool is going to pick the Ravens this, this week to win their game outright. So And I like the Ravens minus seven in this game. I don't like any other game where I know a team is just going to like dominate, you know? I mean, the the Colts Texans game is probably not going to be super competitive. Although I, I think you like you like long neck more than most people. I have the Texans. I have the Texans outright in that game. Really, Lovey Smith, plus, man, the fighting Illini. Plus two sixty five. I That's like a, I like the Texans outright. Did you take that on betters delight last night? I did. Okay, I don't really pay attention when people are talking. It's just waiting for an opportunity to make a joke about something. Yeah, yeah. It's not really a jokey kind of show. It's pretty serious. <laughs> we've never, we've not made a joke once on that show. You guys made a, a horrible joke about me and Mark being friends. That was not a joke. It's all seriousness. You guys, you're pen pals. You write, you write letters. You don't even text. You write letters to each other. I heard. Yeah, I mean that's true, but <laughs> you're on that I, level of friendship. <laughs> I was under the impression that people didn't know about that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm spreading your news out, out in the world of the, the podcast world. So we, there was an issue on Better's Delight last night, as you know, where where Greg had some internet faux pas, mm-hmm. and um, I had about let's see between sixteen fifty two. Actually, had a while. Had about two and a half minutes, almost three minutes of time to fill. So I posted the worst picture of Greg that I had access to, <laughs> which is also the best picture of Greg. 
Oh man, <laughs> he texted me and uh, he seemed to be okay with it, so yeah. it's all fine. Yeah, he texted our entire family the picture of the photo or the photo of it, and he's like, "Chris did me dirty." <laughs> <laughs> did he really? Yeah, <laughs> but he wrote "ha ha ha," so he like he was like he was laughing about it. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, he well, little didn't he did he know that that was almost a month. You know, I almost included a lot more people in the picture. So. <laughs> well, now you can save my picture and Mike's picture for next time we inevitably have issues again, you know? Well, Mike's a baby in that picture, so I don't know how well that's going to go over. And it's not clearly Mike. And, like, you just look like a normal kid. Like, Greg, <laughs> Greg looks ridiculous. Well, I think the beanie baby on his shoulder is what really uh, looks even more ridiculous. It's very professional. we got to find it's, those beanie babies. I'm sure they're worth some money right now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're not. <laughs> All right. So you like the Texans over the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, this game's interesting because it originally started, the lines already moved a point and a half. The Browns go to Carolina to take on the Panthers, the, the Baker rematch game. Bavada originally had the Browns one and a half point underdogs, but now it's a pick them. Panthers minus 110. Oh, no, actually. I think I took the Browns. Give me the Browns minus 110. I think I took the Browns. I think you took the Browns out of uh, stubborn reasons because everybody else had taken the Panthers. <laughs> they were trying to they were trying to make it a podcast special and they tried to bully me into it. And I was like, that's not happening for me, babe. Yeah. Look, the Browns. That, the, uh, I liked you, Kobe. Both of, both of these teams could go one of two ways, right? Like the yeah. Browns, all the Browns have all the pieces to be a very good team as long as Brissett can just be a game manager and be confident. And he has been. And he has been. And he's nothing past that. That's but he can need. be he can be competent. Carolina, you know, their upside is extraordinarily high on offense if Baker can reach it, if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, if they can protect him on the offensive line. There's a lot of ifs. Yeah, that's why I like the Browns. All right, Browns it is. Uh, interested in your thoughts on this game. The Jacksonville Jaguars go to Washington to take on the Commanders. Bavada has the Commanders two and a half point home favorites. I I like the Jaguars because it, they're led by Doug Peterson. I actually think I took the money line and plus two and a half. I think I did double dipped. I dip, you dip, we dip. I think I did. Yeah, I I love I love the Jacksonville money line here. I, that will absolutely be on my my list tomorrow when Parlay comes out. Love it. I think Washington's super overrated. Obviously, the defensive line is it's still good even without Chase Allen with um, Jonathan with Chase Young without with Jonathan Allen and Montez Sweat there. What happened to jo- Wait, who got hurt? Chase Chase Young. What happened? Uh, it's like a shoulder or something. It's not a major injury. Did you see Dr. Jameis Winston talking about... Oh, my God. Did you see him? Uh, he's it's he's a knee and he's on the pop. <laughs> I did see it. It was hilarious. It, he's a, Every time that guy talks is so funny. When he did... he There's a great video. If no one's seen it, you got to go out. And it, it's years ago in Tampa. And he's given a pump-up speech. And he's like... He's doing a rhyme... And he, he so he says a part of the rhyme, and then he makes all the other players say the same thing, and then he like again like and he he does like the problem is it's 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 good for a little bit, but it just it's he does it for like twelve to fifteen verses, like it takes <laughs> like it takes like two to three minutes to do, and mm-hmm. it's just like 
all right, man, like, are we done? And then, like, there's a quiet, like, moment. Like, I don't know what if, if this was, like, a, uh, what do you call it? Um, hard knocks or something. But it's uh, it's him and Fitzpatrick sitting in the locker room. They cut to it. And they're just dead quiet. And Fitzpatrick looks at Jameis. And he just goes, uh, it's a nice rhyme, but uh, it's a little long, huh? Like, <laughs> just, like, right after he's probably all jacked up from it. He's like, yeah, it's just uh, ran a little long on you. And he's like, okay, did it. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> like, he's like, I should have cut it short. It, it's <sighs> just, like, it, it, it reminds me of, like, the office humor. Where it was, like, dry. Like, just, like, uh... <laughs> Oh, I do man. think uh, Jameis was was the star of that hard knock season with the Bucks, but I I do think Jameis is funny. I think Jameis is super charismatic. Obviously, there's some problematic stuff in his past that uh, that uh, is relevant to a modern society. But yeah, he he is a a fascinating and polarizing figure to say the least. He's a great baseball player. He was a very good baseball player. I mean, and he's the only player in NFL history in the 30-30 club. Literally no one else has ever done it. And that is an incredible accomplishment of, I don't know if it's a good one or a bad one, but it's incredible. <laughs> I think it's half good, half bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's more <laughs> than, I think it's more than half good because you have to be, you have to be good enough to warrant playing. So, even though he threw 30 interceptions, 30 interceptions, the last one, the 30th, a pick six against the Texans, uh, he was still the best option. So, yeah, wasn't, I don't. I think his last one was, wasn't to like lose the game too. <laughs> I think it, I think it, they may have, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, pick six for the other team. That's, that's a lot of fun. I actually, I saw uh, week zero college football. There were like two or three go ahead pick sixes in the fourth quarter. And like you think, oh, yeah, guys, whatever. It's college football. There were two last year the whole season. Wow. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. College football started there out. Go ahead ones, right? Go ahead pick sixes in the fourth quarter. That makes me just so more excited to watch more football. I so put, tonight's going to be great. I'm going to be a belly full of funnel cake and I'm going to be just sitting on my couch watching. I'm excited. It is going to be a lot of fun. Let's. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. No cake. Boo. All right. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to the carnival. That's a smart decision. <laughs> I'm going to finish this by myself. Just, I'll just co-op the picks for tomorrow's show. Um, the uh, the Patriots head to Miami. Tom, uh, Tom Brady's not there anymore. Now you got me all thinking of funnel cake. Bill Belichick versus Mike McDaniel. The greatest ever coaching discrepancy in terms of wins and losses from one coach to the other. Bavada has the Dolphins three and a half point favorites, which is too much. Patriots money line. Patriots are going to get it done. Patriots are going to get it done. I'm going to keep track of these because you're, you're a lot of money lines. You got the Rams. You got you got the Rams against the spread. No, what? I took the Bills. That's what I meant. Bills against the spread. Yeah. Uh, you're taking you're taking the Ravens against the spread. You like the Browns. Uh, whatever. Either one is fine. Where did we did we pick that Colts Texans game? Did you you had Texans? I had Texans money line. Texans money line. Jesus. Jaguars money line, and now the Patriots money line. Like we're six picks in. And your your parlay is already up to plus thirteen thousand five hundred and seventy nine. 
$1 wins you $135. Get it in your books, fellas. It's and your ladies. Does. And ladies. <laughs> Although the the uh the analytics suggested is overwhelmingly male. But <laughs> that is what we would expect here. The New Orleans Saints head to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Speaking of Jameis Winston. Yeah. The Falcons, five and a half point underdogs at home. I got no pick here. I'm doing 43 over 43 points. So over I'm not, 43. I don't know who to pick here. Cause I kind of like the Falcons at plus five and a half. I really, I kind of do, but I, I, I wouldn't bet it in my personal life. So I'm not going to give it out to the guys. All right. Over 43 and a half is minus 110 at Pavada. And Actually, uh, just, we'll, uh, just 43. So that's what I mean. Over 43. Yeah. Sorry. Is, uh, is minus 110. And that's puts the parlay up to plus 26, zero. One four, Eagles in Detroit to take you on know, the Detroit Lions, the know. single most overrated team in uh, in football right now because of hard knocks. Pavada has the Lions only four point underdogs. So I don't. If people keep track of me and any the crap that spews out of my mouth, mm-hmm. I have been saying for months like this is a this is a trap, trap game. game. This is a trap game. Like I'm gonna bet Lions. Like we're gonna be so disappointed. Yada yada yada. I'm going back on my word. Yeah. <laughs> Eagles money line. Eagles minus four. So put minus four on the parlay. But I would bet both of them. Get your money up. Get your funny up. Yeah, I suggested this yesterday prior to Better's Delight. But the and I'll have it on parlay tomorrow. I love Eagles alternate line minus six and a half here. I think it's easily a seven point win. That gets it up to plus 130. So yeah, there this there's there's money to be had in this overrated Lions team because of hard knocks. Uh, Steelers Bengals, a game most of the nation is going to see at 1 p.m. on CBS. Bavada has the Bengals six and a half point favorites. So I think this one's tough for me. I I do kind of like the Steelers plus six and a half. If if I were a betting man, I would bet that. But the one, the one thing I do love in this game is the over 44 and a half. I love, okay. I think this, this isn't, I said it yesterday. This isn't AFC North f- uh, football, Franco Harris, Jerome Bettis, you know, like back in the past, the Carson Palmer days. Uh, okay. Now I do want to point out that yesterday you also amazingly referenced Kimo Von Laufen in that group. <laughs> Always reference Kimo. I didn't want to reference it again today since I said it yesterday, but I, Kimo Van Olhoffen was my guy, man. I used to play with him all the time in uh, Matt, like the Maddens back in the day. I love Kimo Van Olhoffen. He's the one that, uh, He's the reason for the rule where you can't tackle low other than the quarterback. He's the who one he who kill? Carson Palmer. Oh, well, that was the Carson Palmer injury. Yeah, that was Van Olhoffen. Was that the, the injury that sprung Tom Brady onto the world? No, because Carson Palmer played for the Yeah, but Carson Bengals. Carson wasn't uh Yeah, but who who got hurt? Oh, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Come on, bro. True blood. I I figured it out at the end. <laughs> yeah, man. He was the he was the one that took out Palmer with uh with the sack, and that's where the that's when the rule came into play. People, that's a fun fact. It is a fun fact. Yeah, if, if, that's a good trivia question that I'm sure people would definitely like dispute if like <laughs> if I like told them the answer. They're like, yeah, there might have been other ones. Like, <laughs> not in my mind. That was the one. I'm watching the play right now. Over forty four and a half though. Yeah, I love it. They're going to score some points, man. This must have been early on in the game. Yeah, this first quarter, 10 minutes and 45 seconds. Palmer's taking the snap under center. 
this guy who's filming his screen is shaking his camera so much. Here mm-hmm. comes Van Olhoffen. He hits him. Oh, yeah. Just landed right into him. Oh, eight. Who's, no, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember. Henry. Number 15 did caught like a 50-yard pass, and Palmer's writhing in pain on the ground. Oh, Chris Henry. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. But, um, yeah, he threw like a 50-yard play to him. And that was oh. the only play Palmer played that game. And Ben Olfenhoffen took him out, knee injury, done for his career. All right. The uh, San Francisco 49ers <laughs> just trying to keep this thing on the tracks. Doing a play-by-play. You got to get out of here. I'm trying to keep this thing on the tracks. Uh, the uh, the 49ers head to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. Bavada has the Bears as a seven-point home underdogs. I'm trying. Oh, my God. Uh, Bears. No, Niners. I took Niners minus 300. No, I took Niners, Niners minus seven. That's what I want. Niners, Niners minus seven. Sorry, I got really excited because the backup was John Kitna, and I don't think I've heard that name in 20 years. Kitna's coaching somewhere, isn't he? Yeah, he's in Kansas City. I couldn't tell you. Uh, you could, but you're being too lazy to type his name into Google. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. He was the Cowboy. Yeah, he's the Cowboys' quarterbacks coach. Interesting. I thought that was the the young guy was the Cowboys' quarterback coach. No, he's the offensive coordinator. Ah, uh, okay. What's his deal? Why didn't he get the job? Uh, because he's probably not that great. Oh, rough. Yeah, it's rough. Who is okay. Jalen Kitna? This is John Kitna. This is John Kitna's kid, apparently. Interesting. And he's a quarterback prospect in Texas. Interesting. Uh, he's probably not very good because he is. Oh, is he? Well, maybe he is. He's a, he's a, a member of the Florida Gators right now. Who knows? Uh, who knows? If he's uh, any actual part of that team, God knows they they have seem to have found a quarterback at this point. He's good, man. Justin Alexander, Jason Alexander. Nope. nope. What's his name? Nope. Anthony Richardson. <laughs> what? Who am I talking about? <laughs> Is it that? What's his name from Seinfeld? Jason Alexander. He sure, he sure did. <laughs> Where did I even come up with that name? <laughs> that was not close. <laughs> You gotta just I gotta think about things before I just say them, huh? Yeah, like a a, a pudgy five foot six white guy <laughs> with a tail. He's got a tail. I, I don't know. Is Jason Alexander even five six? I don't know. I'm just referencing when he had a tail in Shallow How. That's a deep cut for the for the a, fans out there. It is a deep cut. He's five five, which means he's he, he's listed at five five, so he's probably like five three and a half. So he, he could play quarterback. Yes, Did you he's s- not not in the NFL. Yes. Did you see the photos of Jerry Seinfeld? The Kith? Yeah. He looks like Oh he, God. He looks cool, man. No, like it made me like I it made me take all of my Kith stuff off my stock X wish list. <laughs> like say, honestly, you have Kith stuff? <laughs> no, no, it's all it's all like wish list stuff. And like I'm just not interested. Like that brand clearly doesn't get it. I uh, mean Jerry was wearing Jordans back in the day. Yeah, on, but on Jerry Seinfeld. That's great. That's wonderful. And look, I and I agree. Although he apparently doesn't know a ton about them, which is which I've uh, we've heard. But Seinfeld's almost seventy. So let's let's move on. Find something like this is a super hip brand. Let's be a little hit more hip. Is all I'm saying. But he's New York. Kit is New York. Ugh. I don't know. I thought it was cool, man. I, I'm in on it. Seinfeld. This is just like 
this one guy one time I was wearing uh, Jordans or I sent a picture of my Jordans and someone mm-hmm. said, uh, you got to grow up sometime. And I was like, why do I have to like shoes wearing respectable shoe wear is yeah, no, I don't get growing that. up like Jerry stuff on 68, not 70. So. Yeah, good point. So still He's super got heavy. a few more years. <laughs> Seinfeld's yeah. been on the air for 40 years, right? Yeah, something like that. Uh, real quick, before we get back to this, we we started to address this yesterday, but then people rudely joined the show and we had to record a different program. What are, what are your thoughts on the 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 Balvin 2s for 300 bucks? I, I would never buy them to wear. I don't know. I like kind of like them. They're like a little bit like puffy jacket weird on the top. Yeah. But I and like do the they co- Do they light up too? There's like... Oh. Something about something about the tongue lights up, I believe. Oh, I'm kind of out on that. I like the colorway though. Oh, the, yeah, some the bottom lights up and the and the like uh, the symbol on the tongue. Yeah. Oh, that, I, that is real weird. Yeah, I'm not in on that, but I I like I do like that color, but I'm just a sucker for like sky blue, like me and my Manchester City gear, you know. Oh yeah, big Man U fan, uh, Man City fan. Man I apologize. City, yeah, come on, man. I love Manchester City. Uh, it's such a it's just such a good club to be a part of. These are now that I see how weird they look when they light up. Kind of want them. Yeah, that I thought honestly makes me want them less. I don't know. I just like I like the weird stuff. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I I did by the by the way. I got these. I got the reverse Oreo uh, Yeezys. Oh, nice. I'm I'm happy you went and did that purchase for you. Thank you. I I, I decided. I was I was looking at the the stock the StockX prices as right before they came out, and they were like fifty five above retail. When bad. everybody everybody's like, oh, maybe I'll get them. I'm like, you're not going to get them. Yeah, I'm just going to take advantage of this right now. So yeah, I wonder they're, they're coming from Great Britain. Oh, that's that's where my shoes are from. Oh, rest in peace, the Queen. Actually, rest in peace, the Queen too. Never saw that movie. Uh, you didn't miss anything. It wasn't very good. <laughs> I, I I hear it was uh, kind of stodgy and antiquated. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. She's not my. I love uh, people being like, oh, I wonder how she died. I was like, I, I stole like a the what from what's his name, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. It's like, how did she die? She's ninety six. What she she crashed her Harley like going down the turnpike. Like how do you? She's ninety six, man. She's old. Like people die when they get old. That's that's life. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, you don't ask once you once you get past a certain point, you no longer have the conversation about how did they die. It's like yeah. they die they they well, he, she was alive in 1930. <laughs> like if it was something crazy how she died, then people are going to I feel like offer up that information, you know? Like yeah. if it was like oh like she died in like a hot air balloon like situation. Like or like something like that. Then like if something like that happens, then it's then it's a situation. If it's just like, yeah, like she passed away in her sleep, man. She's ninety six. It happens. You don't. Me- you just don't mention how she dies. Right. No. Exactly. There's a king I've, now. I've now added the um, now added the Balfins to my my uh, wish list. Jeez. On, What's the uh, stock X going for? Oh, I I mean I I have them on sneakers. I I put the the notify me on on sneakers. King Charles the Third. So this guy, is, does he just immediately become king? Is there going to be like a celebration? Do you, I'm so confused by what how you think this works. I don't know how it works. Queen died, so yep. her son is now king. 
right? Now I'm, I'm want to hear you figure this out yourself. <laughs> so is he just like king now? Is there a swearing ceremony? What power you, you does know, he have? You know who would be a great person to ask about this? British Lord Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. He, he he could he could tell me all about it. The Lord would know who's his son. Was he the one married to Diana? Lord Farquaad. Yes, yes, he was. <laughs> no, clearly not. Lord Farquaad. Uh, don't you don't you have to go to a f- carnival in like eleven minutes? I do. What's <laughs> next? Okay. Yeah, there you go. The Green Bay Packers <laughs> head to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, Bavada's got the Vikings one and a half point home underdogs. Packers minus one ten. Uh, all right, uh, Packers. Actually, if I would bet this, I would just bet a money line. No reason to fool around. Just get a money line. Just win the game. Yeah, you know, fifteen points. Who cares? Yeah means very little. Let's take that off for you. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs head to Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. Bavada has the Cardinals six-point home underdogs. Chiefs minus six. Don't think the Cardinals, no. they've been having a lot of turmoil this offseason. I like that. I also like the over in uh, on the 53, even though it's a huge number. Both of these offenses are going to score points. I would be comfortable with either one of those. Uh, the This is a tough game. The Las Vegas Raiders head to uh, SoFi to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Bavada has the Chargers three point home favorite, three and a half point home favorites. Raiders money line or Raiders plus three and a half. I'm sorry. So okay, so they cover. They don't win. They cover. I don't know if I could see them winning, but I know they're definitely going to cover. I just don't. Have, I have the confidence they'll cover. I don't have the confidence they'll win. Okay. The New York football giants head to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans. Bavada's got the Titans five and a half point home favorites. I took the Titan. I'm sorry. I took the giants plus five and a half in this game. I think the Titans are worse than they used to be. They are worse than they used to be for sure. AJ Brown's gone. They do bring in Robert Woods. There's some question about Derrick Henry guy. I think uh, I said on, on uh, you're wrong that he hasn't rushed for over a hundred yards since October 18th of last year. Played three games after that because of injury. Was pretty bad in all of them. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if he is still Derrick Henry or not. Uh, We'll take Giants plus five and a half. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Dallas to take on the Dallas Cowboys. Bavada has the Cowboys two and a half point home underdogs. Bucks minus two and a half. Next question. Never picked the Cowboys. Yeah, and I think they're going to regress this year. Last game on the docket. Uh, and the first time all week, we're going to be able to pick 16 games. We're, yesterday, the uh, the Browns game was off when I was doing an NFL show. The Denver Broncos head to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, Bavada's got the Seahawks. Six and a half point home underdogs. Six and a half point. Uh, no doubt about it. I mean, it, minus six and a half Broncos win this game. It's not literally not even a question. All right, so your parlay, wow, is substantial. Your parlay uh, is, with all 16 picks, it is plus 8,134,335, which means you need to spend a dollar twenty. Three, a dollar twenty-three 
wins $100,000 at Bovada. Um, I just made a lot of people very rich. And they, uh, yeah. You didn't do great things for the sports books, but that's fine. <laughs> we're, we're here to make people money. Dollar twenty-three. Vegas going to get rich this weekend, but not on my wallet. Hashtag put it on your bumper stickers. I've already got it on my bumper sticker, man. <laughs> and I, I've, I wrote it into a bunch of, well, carved it, I guess is a better way to put it into a bunch of other people's bumper sticker bumpers. I, I feel like that's illegal. You shouldn't do that. No, I, I think once they see it and they're like, that's clever. They're yeah. going to be okay with it. <laughs> the only way they're going to be okay with it is if you put it next to like their Sunoco sticker that they put on there for free gas from like 10, 20 years ago when they ran that promotion. Thanks, Biden. <laughs> All right. That's going to be it for this week's episode of The Underdog for Lord Farquaad, Matt Crone, and me, Chris Horwoodell. We'll see you next time. Enjoy football. <laughs>